Hello, and welcome to Leveling Up With Love. I am your host and mindset coach, Mary Howard. Here, we will cultivate the skills of thought management, mindfulness, and other actionable life strategies to explore and expand the most incredible relationship you will ever have with the most important person that you will ever meet. And that person is you. Hello and welcome and welcome back. Thank you for being here. Super excited to share on today's topic of boundaries, very near and dear to my heart as I feel like this word and this concept, this skill, which is what it is, is, you know, it's an, often a buzzword. It's one of these words that we throw around, but I don't really have a super amount of clarity around them or, you know, we expect them to just be something we're either good at or we're not. And that is definitely not true. And so we're going to explore this concept of what even are boundaries, how we create them, right? And just create some awareness around the whole idea, the skill. Often setting boundaries or the whole conversation can just like carry a lot of weight, maybe experience, memories, discomfort, and the idea of boundary setting, maintaining, enforcing them, it can be tricky, right? So if this is something that resonates with you, stay with me and stay till the end because there's a lot of really good, valuable nuggets of information throughout the episode, and I hope it is of value to you. I'm going to give you some recent epiphanies I've had also. Boundaries is a concept I have been exposed to throughout life. When you find yourself in Al-Anon meetings at a young age, you hear the word a lot and just other experiences I've had in life. And so for me, they also carry a lot of memory, a lot of emotion, a lot of deeply stored trauma responses, survival patterns. And so over the past couple of years, I really started to dig into this and explore it. And it's just fascinating, like how many things we think, how many thoughts we have around different areas of life and where they come from. And when we begin to expose them, just how much freedom we create for ourselves, like how empowering it is to come to this understanding that just because something once was doesn't mean that that's what has to be or that's what is, right? And just sometimes in creating the awareness, in fact, almost all the time, creating the awareness is just the first necessary shift and coming from a space of love for this topic and for all topics that we discuss in here and all behaviors and processes of the mind and body and spirit, like just coming from love and compassion for yourself, for each other, brings us to such a more productive space. 
And so what even are boundaries? So boundaries are most clearly and simply defined as where I end and where you begin, right? Where someone ends and where someone else or even sometimes something else begins. And we have physical boundaries, sexual boundaries, emotional boundaries, relational, religious. There's all different ways that we create boundaries. And some are clearly more concise, more clear cut. Physical boundaries are very clear, right? Emotional, relational can are far less tangible and sometimes can be really confusing. But again, where I end and where you begin. And what I love to share about boundaries, because this was lost on me for so long, is that they're a decision that we get to make based on how we feel in our body, in our mind, right? We get to make the decision on boundaries. Like there is no right or wrong. It's just what we decide and what we decide to make right. And that's big, like recognizing the decision-making in and of itself, right? Another really valuable piece of information that we can discuss is that there's skill, right? So often I hear, and I've said, and I hear from in clients and just in general conversation, like I'm not good at boundaries, right? Or I've just never been good at them. And we, we create these stories and we give ourselves these limits and we report it like it's the news. Like I'm just not good at boundaries. That's it. End of discussion, right? But just like all of these behavioral patterns and all of these thoughts that we have in our mind, like there's an opportunity to make a shift and ongoing opportunities and creating boundaries in and of itself. Like these are required for healthy relationships and they're ongoing. So every time we find ourselves in new relationship or possibly new experience or whatever the case may be, like in personal relationship, in career relationships, in all of the ways that we interact with other humans, these are ongoing opportunities that we allow ourselves an opportunity to learn and create this skill, right? And that's how we build confidence in them. We just try it again and learn and evaluate and try it again. And for so long, I just thought that they were something I was not good at, right? It probably won't come as a surprise to you for me to share that with you, but definitely thought that like I just wasn't good at them. They would always be hard. I would never know how to set them. And so all the information that I just shared with you is such good knowledge to have because it's not at all true for any of us. Like everything we discuss here, like this is a skill. We build confidence in our ability to create and enforce boundaries by practicing them over time. And every interaction we have is an opportunity to practice again. We build trust in ourselves and then we start to see like, oh, wow, okay, we can have healthy boundaries. And what even are healthy boundaries? Well, they're when we're able to connect with others, engage with others, communicate with others while still expressing our authentic selves, right? Not using interaction as an opportunity to self-abandon or appease or please others or avoid conflict, right? And so I just want to, before we even move forward, like a little caveat 
that is immensely valuable to insert here. Like if your boundaries are being constantly violated, there are support systems available for you. You don't need to go at this alone, right? So please do not struggle alone in the instance that you're dealing with someone who is physically or otherwise dangerous to you or threatening to you, like, and you don't feel that it's safe to set the boundary for whatever reason, right? Like, if you're in this type of situation, like, it's highly encouraged. Please do not go at this alone. You know, re- seek counseling, therapy, an advocate. Like, reach out to me. I'd be happy to help you find a resource to create and plan safe boundaries, right, for yourself. So please, like, reach out, let's chat, like, and get you the support you need. Okay, that's super important. I just want to put that out there. Suffering alone is not necessary, right? Like, I know this very well. And you are not alone, okay? Remember this one experience I had in my early 20s, and, like, I just didn't see a way out of it. And I had just basically shut down because I was just like, I just had to numb out to everything because I was just like afraid that there was no other way out and I just had to adjust, right? And I remember this random interaction with someone and this person was like, you don't need to be scared. People far more dangerous and far more influential and are, you know, have consequences and there are laws and authorities in place to like create safety for you and I just like it was such an it was such a timed like God is just so good right and this person that spoke to me was like directly from God in fact it was probably them like just standing in front of me but I know this completely because I needed to hear that so much and like I don't even know how it resonated so deeply with me because it was just the way it was presented or maybe the, the just like I just needed that little like, oh, that little light bulb like, yeah, you are you don't have to be alone and there are ways to create safety, find you safety. So, OK, moving on from that, but I just really want to put that out there. So please don't struggle alone on this. But, you know, coming back to setting everyday boundaries for us that are in relationship where we feel safe to set the boundary, right? And it's not a threatening situation. That's what we're talking about today. It's setting everyday boundaries in our relationships and in our interactions. And they are a form of self-care. Like we must set them. We need, they, they, they must exist for healthy relationships. So even if you think you're not good at them, chances are you are in ways, just may not be giving yourself enough credit for it, right? And then it's also valuable to like kind of take those situations and apply them to where you may be struggling a little bit more, may have more of a challenge and seeing like what works for me in this situation? How am I able to set this guideline for myself over here in this circumstance? And how might that, how might I be able to apply it over here? And all of this information is just, is really good to just reflect on and evaluate, right? Like I know for a long time, like part of my, I think avoidance tendencies was just to avoid certain relationships and not interact, right? Which there's all different types of like relationship styles. And so by avoiding, it's basically setting like this like hard line boundary. 
And that's not helpful either, right? It's like, oh, well, I'm not even going to worry about that when I feel stronger, when I feel like I can do this, or when I feel like, you know, I'm better at this rather, not stronger because it takes the practice to get stronger, but when I feel like I've gotten better at boundary setting, but we have to engage in order to gain confidence in them, right? And so much of our daily decision-making gets hijacked by porous boundaries. We don't even realize it because it's it's in the non-boundary setting that we're basically not making a decision or we're allowing other people to make a decision for us, right? I don't know if hijacked is the right term. I don't know. Is that even like, are we allowed to say that? I'm not sure, but hopefully that wasn't offensive to anyone. So what's super important to recognize about boundaries also is that they're not created for and they cannot be reinforced by or even like we can't even have an expectation that others will necessarily support them, right? You create them for you based on what feels good for you, based on what feels like empowerment or empowering for you. And we or you are responsible for maintaining them. It's our work to maintain the boundary we set, to protect them, to protect ourselves. It's We cannot put this on other anyone else. So we can't tell others what we want our boundary to be and then expect them to reinforce it. That's an unfair and unrealistic expectation. It has to, it, it has to come from us. We are the only ones that can control that. Now, others can be supportive, of course. And that's the ideal situation, right? But like, we have to just know that it's, it's for us to set them and to create the implementation and then show up for ourselves in the outcome. Like how can we support ourselves in the outcome of whatever happens? right? So so many layers to boundaries. We could probably have like an entire, there's probably podcasts that exist specifically on boundary settings. We're just like touching the surface here, but uh, this requires a lot of exploring for yourself, right? A lot of exploring and also really feeling how it feels when you try to set them, when they are not supported or when they are and recognizing that and what feels good and right for you and then making new decisions to move forward accordingly. I heard boundaries described one day like this and I thought it was really cool. I have no idea where I've read this or heard it or, but it was like, they describe it as picture a garden, right? A beautiful garden that you've created. I love this. And Think of this beautiful garden, right? You want to protect the garden. So you're going to put a little fence around the garden of some form. Like maybe ideally it would be like one of those little like picket fence things, right? So like people can see in and out and there's a way to kind of be in and out. But you're protecting the garden from 
animals or people that just don't notice it or walk through it, right? Like you're protecting it with that little fence, but the fence isn't, and the fence is necessary. You wouldn't put a brick wall around it. If we put a brick wall around it, no one would be able to come in or even enjoy it either or see it at all or be able to interact with it at all, right? So that would be like a great example of an unhealthy boundary, just putting up a complete wall right? I'm really good at that one. But it doesn't give us an opportunity to practice, right? And not putting up anything at all, that's not a good idea either because then there's nothing there to like kind of reinforce the idea that that it needs to be protected in some way. You are the garden, my friend. You are the beautiful garden and you are completely deserving of a beautiful fence, a protective means for keeping you safe and flourishing and thriving like this beautiful garden, right? You get to decide. The boundaries are for you. And that being said, Let's talk about how we create them effectively and have success in this skill, right? We can reinforce them with verbal or nonverbal. Only you really need to follow them. Some you may need to communicate, some you may not, right? It doesn't have to be okay for others. It has to work for you, right? You get to make them right. This in and of itself may require a lot of exploring and understanding of where you are, why you have current thoughts, what your current thoughts are around your boundaries, what memories created them, what experiences created them for you. Like I would encourage you to kind of just do an exercise, like sit with yourself and just write the word boundaries on the top of the paper, then write down all the things that come up for you and just get super curious around them. How many of them are still true? Where did they come from? Like this is such a fascinating exercise for yourself and personal growth. And then we move into part two, which is even more important or current for the current situation, right? Is setting the boundary and how do you want to show up for yourself like now, like just giving yourself a new idea about boundaries, like what would be important for you to create now? And start small, like start small, especially if this is a big area of challenge for you, a really sensitive area, like just start with one thing that you might be able to do to show up for yourself that gives you a feeling of empowerment, no matter how tiny it may be, no matter how small it may be, right? And it could be in any interaction, any relationship, and really like getting clear on like when you go to set it, what's happening? What is keeping you from that and why? And what is really true for you in that? And what might be more helpful now, right? Like oftentimes in relationship, we, we, we make these decisions based on fear of how someone else will react. And so much of that is not even accurate or true. Or like, you know, uh, people, I know often a conversation that comes up is like this, this fear of stopping for lunch or walking away from the computer for lunch. We've talked about it on previous episodes, right? This is like a kind of a like a simple example, but it's so important. 
right? Because your health is primary. And so for you to take a pause in the middle of the day and leave for lunch, right? Like that's a big deal. And what is it in that? What is it in that experience causes you to decide that like someone else's thoughts or feelings or what you are afraid of what may happen? Like really question all of that. And why would it be more important for you to actually get up and walk away and take a lunch? Like we have to really think about these things. And then can you try it one day and see what happens? And then can you try it a second day? Like make the decision that I'm going to do this today for me. I'm going to show up for me. Right? There's just like we make decisions all day, every day. And oftentimes we allow other people to just make these what seem like simple decisions but can be really hard to enforce. So what? So the second part of this is like how can you – support yourself in the actual implementation. Like how do you respond to yourself after you set the boundary, the aftermath of setting it, right? How do you create safety for yourself in that? Like this is so super important because this is what will create the confidence and the trust in ourselves to continue making the effort to reinforce. And not only that, it moves us forward into identifying like who we're evolving into and how this updated evolved version of ourself now feels, right? So for example, let's go forward with the lunch example. So say every day like someone catches you or, you know, whatever the case may be, your boss gives you more assignments and you feel as though like you can't leave, that things won't get done. Like how can you still, how can you give yourself some time on your schedule to step away and take a break, take your much deserved and necessary lunch for so many reasons, right? And then when you actually get up and walk away from the desk or the computer and you go and you take a few moments for yourself and your brain starts to offer you like, I shouldn't be here. Oh my goodness, I'm missing something. This has to get done. That has to get done, right? Like how can you say, okay, thoughts, I see you. I'm ready for you. I knew you were coming anyway. (laughs) Right? How can you redirect and really begin to lean into like, why is this important? No, I'm doing this right now for my health, for my overall wellness, for my well-being. And I'm thankful that I have this opportunity, right? And like recognizing that all the things that others may be thinking or all the other thoughts that you're having that are like keeping you stuck in these old patterns, like probably a lot of them are just kind of floating around your head, made up in your head, but you're reporting them like the news, like you believe that they're actually truth and they may feel like truth for you. And that's why we just have to start to gently notice like, hmm, maybe there's another way, right? So again, just like redirecting. So instead of redirecting or moving forward, like this is where I personally have gotten tripped up because then I become also, I have become in the past fixated on like how the other person will respond or how the other person will feel, right? And then I'm like, oh, so I I create a boundary. I don't do a certain thing or I set a line and draw a line or whatever the case may be. And then, but instead of just being like free and empowered in my decision-making, like to support myself and to show up for myself, then my mind starts 
going to like how someone else will feel or how they're going to respond. Right. And so coming terms with coming to terms with the fact that that's not my responsibility, most likely not accurate. Like I could never control that. I could never know that it's all assumptions in my head and it all is a humongous waste of time. Right. So it's like questioning, like, what is really true about this? Like with the lunch example, okay, if I take a lunch, like what's worst case scenario? I'm like, I'm going to get fired. Is that even true? Most likely no. Right. So it's a huge shift in gaining confidence and momentum is creating this safety for ourselves by just knowing that these thoughts are going to be popping up and creating this safety for ourselves. Right. And reinforcing the idea that we do, in fact, have permission to have wants and needs. We're, we have wants and needs and we're allowed to have them, right? And we're allowed to speak those and live those and enforce those. Because when we stay stuck, especially when we stay stuck in other people, like it's over. You could do that all day and you're just like completely, it's it's a wrap. Just like throw up the white flag. So, but it's not at all helpful. And this is super powerful to notice because this is where we may stay stuck in inaction or encircling, which feels terrible because then we go back to like self-abandoning and all the other stuff, right? So then we're left to question like, what is the purpose of using all this energy to set new boundaries or reinforce my needs if it doesn't feel good? Because it still feels like shit, right? So it's like, okay, now I'm doing something for me, but I still feel like trash about it. So then that doesn't feel good. So then we just go back to our own way. And what we need to, what we, what is helpful for us, I should say, when I invite you and encourage you to consider is that it's going to be a little uncomfortable. Those other thoughts are definitely going to be there, right? And especially if it's new for you, we've never been here before. And this is where it's so valuable to just check in with the self, show up in yourself, in your body, right? Like, does this feel like growth? Is this uncomfortable because I'm growing? Right? There's a difference between like discomfort because you're minimizing and discomfort in your growth. Right? That 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 shift, that newness and growth, like you know the difference. We know the difference when we really pause and check in with our bodies. Right? Like. It, it, it doesn't, it may feel slightly uncomfortable and it's also probably a sign that you are moving in the right direction. Like what is uncomfortable about it? Is it new? Is it scary? Are you afraid? What are you afraid of? What is the worst case scenario? Like run through that in your mind. Cause oftentimes we get scared of the worst case scenario and the deeper you move into it, the more you're like, wait, that's not really even true. It's amazing the things that we think and the th and most fascinating is the things that we avoid. We're thinking them anyway, either like sometimes on the surface, sometimes subconsciously, but then like we avoid thinking them and that's where all the circling and the inaction goes. But it's like, okay, wait, what's the worst case scenario right now if I do take this break? Right? And one of my clients the other day, my client said, and you know, I'm recognizing that everything always works out. Like, what a beautiful thought. Isn't that such a good thought to think? Like we always figure it out. Right? We always figure it out. Things always work out. And actually two of my clients said that recently. And it's like, yes, that's 
That's where we want to go. That's the redirect. Like, okay, this is scary. It's new, but it's for the right reasons. And so I'm going to lean into it and I'm going to know that it's going to be okay. I'm okay. I'm safe because I know that I always end up coming through for me. I am capable of coming through for me. I will figure it out. It will be okay. It is okay. And so I know there's a lot in here and I hope it was valuable for you. I hope it is valuable for you. And again, we could talk about this. I could talk about this a lot. (laughs) So maybe we will. Um, Always, you know, just throw some stars up here. Give me some feedback, reviews. This information is so valuable for all of us. And as I gain new insight and new awareness around these topics that are so imperative for us and our growth and our experience and our evolution and our ability to really thrive in this precious life that we're given, I always share and I'll continue to share. And I love you all so much. I have so much compassion and consideration and empathy for this growth process and it's ongoing and every time we shift and we evolve we expose ourselves to more goodness and more experience and then we get to do it again the more we do it the more comfortable we are in it the more aware we are the faster the quicker the shifts the awareness like that's where we want to go right there's no ultimate there again it's here where we are And so just start noticing. Love y'all so much. Thank you for sharing this time together. Let's apply these concepts to your life specifically with personalized one-to-one mindset coaching. Connect with me at mary-howard.com, mary-howard.com. Schedule a consultation call where we will discuss what is important for you right now and decide the best way to get results you love.